listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Hello everyone. You are listening to Dr. Kavita Bhargav, India's leading psychotherapist. Back again with the chapter number 6, class 12th, attitude and social cognition. In this episode, we'll be discussing explaining social behavior, nature and components of attitude, attitude formation and of course attitude change. You will get answers to questions like define social psychology, what is impression formation, define attribution, what do you mean by social cognition, what are schemas, define attitude, what is cognitive aspect, what is affective aspect, define beliefs, what are values, give an example of a value how values are formed what is the purpose served by an attitude write down four significant features of attitudes what do you mean by valence of an attitude what do you mean by extremeness of an attitude what do you mean by centrality of an attitude give an example of centrality of an attitude what are the factors that influence the formation of an attitude short answer type questions define attitude discuss the components of an attitude differentiate between beliefs and values the long answer type questions that can be formed from this episode could be describe important features or properties of attitude are attitudes learned explain and is behavior always a reflection of one's attitude explain with a relevant example or describe attitude behavior relationship so let's start with explaining social behavior so generally what happens is all our behaviors takes place in the actual imagined or implied presence of others as we say no man is an island yeah so whatever we behave however we behave in front of others or in the absence of others everything is somewhere influenced by the presence or implied presence of others like if i have to tell you you have to recite a poem all by yourself you will be definitely doing this like all of us most of us are bathroom singers but similar poem or the song that you have to recite in front of others that will be definitely a different one not exactly like the one you could do it when nobody was watching you so it is implied that even imagining that people are listening to you or to your recitation will give you a different performance a shift or a change in your performance so this just states that our social environment influences the way we think feel emotions and how do we behave in complex different situations social psychologists are the one who deal with various forms of social behavior 
and they try to explain their basis. Because of social situations or influences, people form different views or attitudes about people and about different issues in life that exist in the form of behavioral tendencies. So when we meet people, we make inferences, certain inferences about their characteristics, their qualities. This is called impression formation. In some people, we are interested because the way they behave. In certain others, we judge them. And we also assign various causes to their behavior shown in specific social situation. Like this is called attribution. For example, there is a certain person who meets you in a courteous manner. He opens the door for you of the restaurant. When you sit in the car, he opens the door for you. And then you feel, okay, this person is really impressive in nature. This is his basic behavioral tendency. And you know that the background of this person is that he is an NRI from Canada. Definitely for you, this person is way better than the ones who are already in India. You've seen them. They meet you and don't show all these sophisticated manners. Or look at the army people. They'll be very courteous in their approach, very polite. And they will be disciplined, you will see. So you see a certain behavior and then try to attribute certain causes to their behavior. In these two examples, since because the army person is from army background, which is trained in this manner, you assign the cause to the army background. In the other situation where the person is an NRI, lives in Canada, so you can see, okay, well behaved, probably his family is also this way, probably they have a tendency to respect women in general. So you try to assign certain causes and this is called attribution. Number of our impression formation and attributions are influenced by attitudes. These three processes are examples of mental activities related to gathering and interpretation of information about the social world. We collectively call it as social cognition. So attitude, impression formation and attribution. Together they are called social cognition. Social cognition is activated by cognitive units called schemas. Like just the way the body's basic unit is cell. Similarly, the social cognition's basic unit or cognitive unit is called schemas. We can't directly see these cognitive processes but then we can infer them through the externally shown behaviors of certain people. Two of these observable behaviors can be social facilitation or inhibition. That is the improvement or decline in performance in the presence of others and helping or we also call it as pro-social behavior. That is responding to others who are in need or distress. Social psychologists have shown that one must go beyond common sense and folk wisdom in order to explain how people observe and make sense of their own and others diverse behaviors. This can be easily done through systematic objective observations and by adopting scientific methods. It is possible to establish logical cause and effect relationships that explain social behaviors. Let's understand the nature and components of attitudes. Quite often we have our own opinions about certain subject matters, certain situations, certain people and certain activities or tasks. Some views or opinions are very important to us or very crucial to us. 
while others are simple ones we don't care i mean i can feel this way i can this is can be my opinion somebody else can have their own opinion so in simple ways if you understand this if your views are not merely thoughts but also have an emotional and action components then these views are more than the opinions they are examples of attitudes attitudes are the state of mind a set of views or thoughts regarding certain topic which have an evaluative feature the topic can be called attitude object evaluative feature can be positive negative or neutral in quality it is often accompanied by an emotional component and a tendency to act in a particular way with regard to the attitude object the thought component in this complete thing is called as cognitive aspect the emotional component is known as affect aspect and the tendency to act is called the behavioral or the cognitive aspect taken together these three aspects are referred to as a b c components that suggest affective behavioral cognitive components of attitude note that attitudes are not themselves behavior but they represent a tendency to behave or act in a certain manner they are a part of cognition along with emotional component as well as the action component the emotional component cannot be observed from outside let's understand maybe two of the friends are discussing about a teacher maybe a value education teacher in their school now one friend listens to the other's opinion which are generally negative and starts getting hurt or you know hating the other friend for talking negative about that teacher in this situation both have different attitudes towards the teacher one person can have an opinion which is positive in nature the other has an opinion which is negative in nature both's behavior will vary accordingly now the one who has a negative opinion about the teacher will behave in a rude manner in front of the teacher or maybe not pay attention in her class while the one who loves the teacher or has a positive attitude towards the teacher or opinion about the teacher that person will behave in a definitely better manner as compared to the other one better manner in the sense he'll be more active try to rank well even though it is a value education exam would listen to the teacher easily and would love to sit in her class now attitudes have to be distinguished from two other closely related concepts these concepts are beliefs and values so belief are the cognitive components of attitude and they form the ground on which attitudes stand such as we may believe in god we may believe in democracy we may believe in certain political parties and we may also believe in parental love while values are attitudes or beliefs that contain a should or ought aspect to it something that is very moral or ethical in nature one should not tell the lie one should always stand for honesty you ought to help the needy these are some value sets they are formed when a particular belief or attitude becomes an inseparable part 
of the person's outlook on life values are certainly difficult to change the attitudes provide a mental layout or a blueprint for the way in which we should behave whenever we meet someone attitudes also have certain properties the four significant features of attitudes are valence positivity or negativity extremeness simplicity or complicity multiplicity and centrality let's see what is a valence valence could be positivity or negativity the valence of an attitude tells us whether an attitude is either positive or negative towards the attitude object now let's understand this same thing with an example you may be asked for a question like how much do you think that nuclear research is important on a scale of 0 to 5 5 it's a very good idea 1 it's a very bad idea now if someone rates 4 or 5 that means that person is having some kind of positivity or likes the idea of nuclear research and so he thinks that it is something good on the other hand if someone rates 1 or 2 the attitude is negative this means the person dislikes the idea of nuclear research and thinks it is something very bad should not happen the extremeness of an attitude indicates how positive or negative the attitude is taking the nuclear research example again a rating of 1 is extreme as a rating of 5 they are only in the opposite direction the valence rating of 2 and 4 are less extreme a neutral attitude of course is the lowest on the extremes that means somewhere three so extremeness is to what extent do you like certain thing or do you don't like certain thing the simplicity or complexity often known as multiplexity this refers to how many attitudes there are within a broader category of attitude now think of a class in a class you may be one of the person holding a number of attitudes about certain things like um, the subject or the extracurricular activity or which teacher you like or you prefer which group do you understand or prefer all these are various attitudes and hence they are little complex so you may have certain attitude perspective towards certain thing while others may have a different perspective or attitude altogether this forms the complexity or the multiplexity of the attitude centrality this refers to the role of a particular attitude in the attitude system an attitude with greater centrality would influence the other attitudes in the system much more than the non centrality or the peripheral attitudes would like an attitude towards world peace a negative attitude towards high military expenditure may be present as a core or central attitude that influences all other attitudes in the multiple attitude system if you talk about gandhi ji non violence was the central attitude as compared to honesty now let's see what are the basis for attitude formation and change attitudes are learned through one's own experiences and through interaction with others the process of attitude formation we learn it by association so learning by association happens when 
you develop a liking for a particular subject because of the teacher like in the example of value education you like the teacher so you like the subject so there are certain positive qualities in that teacher and these positive qualities get linked to the subject that she or he teaches and ultimately you get expressed in the form of liking for the subject so if we conclude this then a positive attitude towards the subject is learned through the positive association between a teacher and a student learning attitudes by being rewarded or punished if there is an individual whom we praise for doing certain thing or a particular attitude chances are high that he or she will develop that attitude further like for example if you do yoga one day and your mother praises you for the next few days also you would be doing yoga of course not the mother but uh, maybe the principal and you would love doing the yoga similarly if a child constantly falls ill because he or she eats junk food instead of proper meal then the child is likely to develop a negative attitude towards junk food and also a positive attitude towards eating healthy food at home next we can learn attitudes through modeling or observing others we often learn the attitudes mostly by observing others being rewarded or punished for expressing their thoughts or showing behavior of a particular kind towards the attitude object like for example if you see your favorite teacher going to church every day you would follow the same attitude towards church in the mornings if your parents touch the feet of others you would respect others similarly the elders so attitude towards touching feet of elders when we meet them stays strong here learning attitudes through group or cultural norms norms as we know are unwritten rules about a particular behavior or a manner we behave or show in certain specific situations over time the norms may become part of our social cognition in the form of attitudes so learning attitudes through group or cultural norms may actually be an example of all three forms of learning described above that is learning through association reward or punishment and modeling like for example if you go and visit a temple or a church then offering certain food items or money that becomes a norm when others see you doing this they also follow the same and it becomes a socially approved attitude learning through exposure to information many attitudes especially with the coming up of online material online uh, web series or netflix that becomes the exposure of information and the world becoming global now this is super active so many attitudes are learned in a social context by not necessarily in the physical presence of others but by observing it all from the information exposure that you have you can also learn certain attitudes by reading certain biographies maybe of self actualized persons an individual may develop a positive attitude towards hard work and other aspects as a means of achieving success in life of course one of my favorite books is the monk who sold his ferrari i learned a lot of things from there and life became a different zone for me my attitudes towards certain things changed factors that influence the attitude formation 
under this we have family and social environment so if a child is born of which of course factors that influence attitude formation under this we have family and school environment especially in the early years of life your parents or family members would teach you this is what we should do this is what we should not do or we are supposed to do or they would behave in a certain manner or they may have certain attitudes which would definitely influence your attitude formation or would definitely set a background for your attitude formation so learning of attitudes within the family and school usually takes place by association through rewards and punishment and through modeling second is reference groups so there are certain reference groups that indicate our norms or certain way of thinking they reflect learning of attitudes through group or cultural norms attitudes about certain topics like political religious social groups occupations national and other issues they are often developed by reference groups personal experiences many attitudes are formed in life through personal experiences the personal experience brings a drastic change in our attitude towards certain people and our own life like for example a person may have an attitude that all maharashtrians are from jai maharashtra group but you if you have certain friends there you get to interact with them then you would have a different attitude about maharashtrians media related influences the audio visual media the internet they are very powerful source of information that can lead to attitude formation as well as change in addition to school level textbooks and the teachers and peers these sources first strengthen the cognitive and affective components of attitudes and subsequently may also affect the behavioral components so first you assign your values emotional and thought processes and then you start behaving in a particular manner because of the exposure to media related influences so they may exert both good as well as bad influences on your attitudes so let's see how we can change the attitudes and what all attitudes can we change attitudes that are still in the formative stage they can be easily changed but those attitudes that are very rigid and already existing for a longer time or firmly established then they may take a lot of effort to be changed especially the ones that have become a part of individuals values let's see the process of change so there are three major concepts that draw the attention of some important processes in attitude change the three concepts are the concept of balance concept of cognitive dissonance and the two step concept the concept of balance was proposed by fritz heider in the form of pox triangle p here is the person whose attitude is being studied o is the other person while x is the attitude object yeah there is a possibility that all the three coordinates can be persons individuals but there can be also a possibility that x can be a simple concept so when there is an imbalance into this pox triangle or the quadrants then the individual tries to balance it out the imbalance can happen when all three sides of the pox triangle are negative 
or two sides are positive and one side is negative the balance occurs when all three sides either become positive or two sides are negative and one side is positive so let's understand this with an example so there is a person p and his friend o the concept x is lgbtq ia plus ally the imbalance may happen when all three sides are either negative p doesn't like to be an ally o also doesn't like to be an ally why ally is also not ready to be in positive terms with p and o while the friend likes to be an ally or p doesn't like to be an ally the balance would be found when friend person and ally have all three sides as positive have a liking towards each other or both friend and person p have a positive attitude towards being an ally or it can also be found when neither of the two want to become an ally while they have the friendship continued the concept of cognitive dissonance was proposed by leon festinger now he says that when there are two opposite attitudes then there is a kind of discomfort created inside of us and so we logically try to make it in sync with each other so from dissonance we try to get in consonant so that both the attitudes are in line with each other for example cognition 1 says pan masala causes mouth cancer which is fatal cognition 2 is i eat pan masala now this is a person when he would see this tag line he would definitely try to be in sync so he may give up eating pan masala so that there is no cancer in his system festinger and carl smith these were the two social psychologists who conducted an experiment for cognitive dissonance called the telling a lie for 20 dollars this is given in your books in box 6.2 page 113 you can have a referral for this and the concept is i won't be easily lying for 20 dollars so they would be in consonance both uh, balance concept and cognitive dissonance concept are examples of cognitive consistency that means two components aspects or or elements of the same or different attitude or systems may be in the same direction or must be in the same direction because mental discomfort see, doesn't seem quite right the third concept is the two step concept this was proposed by sm morsen an indian psychologist according to him attitude change happens in two steps The first step is the target of change identifies with the source the target is the person whose attitude is to be changed the source is the person through whose influence the change will happen here identification plays an important role identification means the target has a liking or a regard for the source he or she tries to put himself or herself in the place of target and tries to feel like him or her the source on the other hand must also have a positive attitude towards the target like for example if there is a girl who wishes to change her perspective on smoking cigarettes then we need to pick up the role model she likes maybe some famous film star now this famous film star in order to change 
the attitude of this girl towards smoking he first needs to quit smoking and also show his concern toward his fans and then speak out that okay i have quit smoking because of certain xyz reasons now when the target the girl would see okay so and so person left smoking all right there has to be a reason so she would also leave the smoking because the target sees that there is some concern from the source so step 1 is showing positive feelings for the fans and then substituting the object by a healthy way and step 2 is where the girl understands the change in behavior and stops consuming cigarettes so this was about episode 1 of chapter number 6 let's have a quick recap of whatever we studied the definition of attitude is it is a state of mind a set of ideas or thoughts about some topic which is called attitude object attitudes are evaluative in nature and have emotional component to it which guides our behavior or action towards that attitude object components of attitude can be abc affective behavioral cognitive components attitudes are not behaviors and there is a difference between values beliefs and attitudes features of attitude valence that is the positive or negative attitude extremeness how much positive or negative it is simplicity or complexity also known as multiplexity and the centrality formation of attitudes under this we studied process of attitude formation learning attitudes by association learning attitudes by being rewarded or punished learning attitudes through modeling learning attitudes through group or cultural norms and learning attitudes through exposure to information the factors that influence attitude formation are family and school environment reference groups personal experiences media related influences attitude change under this we understood that there are certain attitudes who are yet in formative states or are not a part of rigid belief systems already or deep seated attitudes we can change those attitudes we understood three concepts fritz hader's concept of balance box triangle cognitive dissonance as given by leon festinger the two step concept by sm mohsen in the next episode we will start with factors influencing attitude change i'll see you soon with the next episode till then take care of yourself and remember to follow me on instagram my handle is at d r k a v i t a b h a r g a v a so most of my coming workshops and courses we announce there as well um you can also follow ksic services page or the website www.ksicservices.co.in all right then sayonara take care happy learning happy healing